0: This is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
1: Well, as it turns out, there were a couple of really important things that the Democrats, the Biden administration, heck, Washington elites, kind of didn't tell Americans when they were pumping their fist in the air and saying, hey, let's show Russia. Let's go off that Russian oil. Let's sanction Russia. And the American people pumped their fists in the air and went, yeah, let's do it. But like I said, a couple of really important things weren't explained to Americans at all. And they are catastrophic. Like, you know, the price of sanctioning Russia, which is not Russia. It's Russia plus China, wherever you see Russia. There's always a plus China there. That the price of sanctioning Russia plus China could be utterly catastrophic. Could end the American way of life economically. Do I have your attention now? Kind of important. They sort of didn't mention it. Could also spin the world into an economic crisis unlike anything we've seen in our lifetimes. Oh, and destroy the dollar. Oh, and destroy the existing American-dominated economic system, spitting us to the bottom and oblivion. Nope. None of that got mentioned. As far as most Americans know, Russia's losing or something. Yeah, those battlefield reports on the news seem kind of bad or something. And we're supposed to believe the Ukrainians are defeating the Russians on the battlefield. And we're really shocking it to them. The opposite is happening. Russia and China are winning like they haven't in decades. But Americans don't understand. The battlefield isn't just Ukraine. That's where they're holding the proxy war. No, the battlefield is economic and they are crushing us. Let's start with the first of three critical things Washington kind of didn't explain when both Republican and Democrat morons were banging their fists and suggesting we dump Russian oil with no plans whatsoever to replace it with anything of ours like the production we could be doing. Turns out the effects of taking 3 million barrels per day, the Russia contribution to the world oil market, off the market, had some kind of catastrophic effects, again, that you weren't told about, I think, on purpose. And what are those? The International Energy Agency had a warning about the oil shock the world is facing starting in April. So this is we're not seeing this fully yet. This starts in April. They barely gave it 30 seconds on Fox News. It should have been the biggest story today.
0: The oil market may face its biggest supply crisis in decades unless we get a boost, according to the International Energy Agency.
1: Cheryl Cassoni from our sister network, Fox Business, is here with more as President Biden and Democrats are blaming oil companies for the surge in gas prices. The IEA is warning unless the Saudis and other OPEC members boost output, the global economy will contract as oil supplies around the world are facing a supply shock, calling it the biggest supply crisis in decades. Wait, what? I thought that I was going to have my, my gas prices go up, up a little bit to pump, and I, I was going to stick it to Vladimir Putin. Wait a minute. Price shock? The IEA is warning, unless the Saudis and other OPEC members boost output, the global economy will contract. Will contract? Like, contract how? Well, catastrophically. Yeah, CNBC had the details today. And let me assure you, had the American people been told this, We'd still be pumping Russian oil into our tanks or we'd have never let them cut it off without replacing it with our own, which, by the way, we could easily do. The CNBC version of this story that came out today goes like this. Oil market heads for, quote, biggest supply crisis in decades with Russia's exports set to fall. Take the three million barrels per day of Russian oil off the market and we're pretty much going into what they call a global oil supply shock. The International Energy Agency put it this way, quote, the implications of a potential loss of Russian oil exports to global markets cannot be understated. I'll add a line. The absolute utter and complete damage this will do on top of the catastrophic Record-breaking inflation that is already here in the producer price index and that is coming by July will really cause an economic calamity here in the United States. Remember from the podcast the other day, this isn't going to affect Russia. They're already planning to sell this oil at discounted prices to India in its own currency and the ruble and to China. So who wins? China and India. Who loses? You. And it turns out, catastrophically, so does the rest of the world. But there's something else they don't want you to know. The Biden administration. We have the existing capacity. If Biden would get out of the way to replace half the Russian oil just by going back to the Trump regulatory rules during the Trump administration, that is. Take care of about half the missing Russian oil. If we ramped all the way up to the 15 million barrels per day we're capable of, three things would happen. The price would drop like a rock in half in about 90 days. A lot of the inflationary pressure, not all of it, but a lot of it would ease on Americans. Oh, and that would put us up back up to the number one exporter position. Exporting enough. That guess who sets world oil prices again, as we did during the Trump administration? Us, not OPEC or Russia, who the Biden administration has put in the driver's seat. I'll let billionaire John Katsamides explain. He owns oil refineries. If the American people knew this, <laughs> they'd probably riot. Yeah. Washington's afraid, I think, that we'll figure out figure it out. That's why Congress has put up that wall again, that barrier around the Capitol, and it looks like a militarized zone. I would, too, just in case America figures this out. Oh, and for when they finally do, and how desperate they're going to be to deal with this shock, not my word, CNBC's word, and the International Energy Agency's word, to deal with this shock on top of the coming food supply shock. I'll let John Katsimides explain, as he did this morning, to Brian Kilmeade. Again, Katsomedes would know he made his billions in grocery stores. We'll get to that part in a minute. And oil refineries.
2: I mean, nobody can really understand why we're not developing the oil resources of North America. The Alaska has a pipeline, two million barrel a day pipeline. We're only shipping 400,000. So all we have to do is, is, is pump more
0: out of the pipelines that they exist. They didn't stop. So you say right now we're doing 11 and a half, uh, million barrels of oil uh, a year.
2: A day. A day, excuse me. A 13, day. And under Trump. the last year of, of uh, uh, Donald Trump, of uh, President Trump, we were doing almost 13 and a half. What can we do? I had the uh, Alberta uh, Commission, uh, the Energy Commission, down in my office last uh, Friday. North America could probably do 15 million barrels a day, become energy independent. Why do we have to depend on Venezuela and foreign sources? If President Biden got up and said, we are, we're going to be energy independent for North America, I think the price of oil over the next 90 days could don't go you, down to half price.
1: His math's right on the money. Half price. Is where it was at the end of the Trump presidency when we had the Trump drilling rules. Folks, this is not hard. We can even go beyond them. That's what he's talking about with the 15 million barrels. We could go beyond them, easily replace the Russian oil. Now we and not OPEC are in charge of setting the prices because we don't just have the number one exporter status. We have what is called oil supremacy. We put it off on the market that we ultimately make the call, not OPEC. And because so much is on the market, it plummets. It's not hard math. Really, anybody could do it. I just did. We could fix this in 90 days and end a lot of our suffering. Because remember, the price of diesel, the price of gas, it dramatically impacts food costs so it's not going to get rid of all of it they printed a ton of dough but it would help we don't need to go the opposite direction which gets me to thing number two they kind of didn't tell you the oil shock deliberately caused by the biden administration is going to be in addition to the food shock that is coming If you've listened to this podcast or my show, you know, for months, I've said we're going to be at 20 percent food inflation by June slash July. So that would be reported as overall inflation of about 10 percent. I nailed it because now you're hearing people come out and use that same term. By the way, this is why they need the Ukraine war. They got to keep it going. They have to. They cannot let it. W- lo- they, they cannot let it end before July. This is why, if you've noticed, the only country on earth trying to escalate this thing, besides Zelensky himself, is us here in the U.S. It's in their backyard in Europe. You don't hear them pounding their fist and talking about, uh, you know, anti-aircraft missiles, no-fly zones, sending MiGs. It's just us. Why? <laughs> Folks, because every country, look back through history, as countries' currency disintegrates, they always go to war to cover it. It's the oldest playbook in history, and they're doing it in Washington right
0: now.
1: But I'm going to get into that more in the next podcast. Let's stick with this one and what Katsimides said is coming. Now, why am I quoting this one guy? One, he owns the refineries. He also got rich owning grocery stores. He still owns them. I've been playing Katsimides' predictions since early fall. One of the reasons I have gotten the inflation numbers right in my predictions just about every month. Here's. What he says
0: is coming. People are really distressed when they go shopping now. Uh, what, can, what
2: can you tell them in terms of where inflation's heading and what could, where, where you see it in six months and six weeks? Brian, it's going to get much worse. Uh, I've seen price increases coming through for the month of March. I've seen them coming through for April and May. Uh, between price increases and shrinkflation, where it used to be 32 ounces, now it's going to be 28 ounces. It's anywhere from a 12 to a 20% increase in food prices. And, of, yeah, and, and of course my so recommendations they- to the people nationwide is, uh, if you have favorite products, buy them. Put them I in mean, your cupboard. I mean, if it's 12 to 20% over the next three, four months, where can you get a better return on your investment than your food? Folks, in the biggest story of last week that nobody reported, But by the way, do you remember when
1: Republicans, George W. Bush, or Trump were in office? They would find people, even we'd be at 2.5% growth, almost 3% growth, they'd find people to go recession, recession, recession on the TV to try to sink the economy. So that makes it remarkable that nobody told y'all the Federal Reserve of Atlanta predicted 0% growth for the for the coming quarter. With this, we're going into a recession. And nobody's talking about it. And they literally caused it. And we could turn it around or at least begin to fight it if we would do what Katsomedes is saying. That is why escalating the war in Ukraine is so absolutely critical to these people. They need cover. But that gets us to the third thing. That they're not telling you right now that they didn't tell you when everybody went, yeah, let's sanction Russia. See, when we've sanctioned countries in the past, they've pretty much been third world countries that aren't critical for world energy and food supply. And so we like to sanction a a country and put their flag on our social media profile, feel real good about ourselves, knowing full well we won't pay a dime extra because of it. It won't change things for us at all. Washington didn't tell you this time would be different. Catastrophically different. Washington didn't tell you that for 20 years, China and Russia have been trying to dump the dollar, destroy our currency and set up a separate financial system that benefits them. See, for a long time in America, not now, except for Trump, but for a long time in America, America's leaders were pro-American. We projected our influence using our energy dominance that we had for most of the last century and we built shepherded and heralded a world economic system that was built around our dollar. It is the primary means of exchange. It is a world economic system yes, but it is primarily American. It benefits us primarily before everyone else. The Democrat Party wants to remake that system and to do that They have to to destroy it. All of that is about um, moving to a system where central banks, i.e. a central world government, controls currency and puts restrictions on it digitally. Think food stamps. You know how you can't spend food stamps on certain stuff? Puts restrictions on it digitally and controls our lives. That's what they want to move to. Okay, but that's for another podcast. They've got to rip down this system first our elites well the Chinese and the Russians they want to rip it down too and putting these sanctions on in the process kicking the first G20 country out of the swift system did for Russia and China what they've been trying to figure out how to do for 20 years leave without incurring massive wrath and sanctions on our part think about this China would have loved to do this three years ago But they were terrified of what Trump would do. We are their number one export target. Now they're free to roam. And they already are all over the world. I mean, it's been, what, two weeks since we put the sanctions on? We're already watching them uh, agree to do energy deals in yuan with Saudi Arabia. That oil used to be sold for dollars. That's going to kneecap your dollar. Go see what chicken costs at the grocery store after that one goes through. Now, India, which is sided with China and Russia, is out there cutting their own oil deal with Russia to buy the oil we don't supposedly want, but actually really need. And they're doing it in their own currency. Right before our eyes, you're watching the creation of an alternative financial system. That's not my opinion. It's what I've warned. This will be catastrophic to the American way of life. It will destroy the dollar and the economic lifestyle that we have known that no one else in the world has. Washington, particularly the Democrats are doing this on purpose. But that's for another that that's for another podcast. I will explain why. I am now not the only person saying this. Guess who just said it? The International Monetary Fund. The IMF just spelled out for Americans what Washington, both parties didn't when we sanctioned Russia. They said that the Ukraine crisis will quote Fundamentally alter global economic trade, finance, oh, and uh, the political order. Funny they should have mentioned this before we sanctioned Russia. Here's the quote, and it took my breath away. Quote, the war may fundamentally alter the global economic and geopolitical order. Should energy trade shift, it already did, sorry, starting, I just described how, supply chains reconfigure, Payment networks fragment and countries rethink reserve currency holdings. What are they not saying in that little paragraph? It's going to shift away from America. Well, toward who? China and Russia. Exactly as they've wanted for two decades. That is the price for you know, feeling kind of good about kicking Russia out of swift because they are the cancellation target. The hate object of the moment. Within 24 hours, China swiped in to begin to provide the funding they couldn't get anymore through SWIFT to move their commodities. That funding had always been provided by American lenders in American dollars and foreign lenders in American dollars. Guess what the funding's in now? Yuan. Oh, Owen Rupels. I cannot describe the scale of this disaster. And it will only likely pick up steam. Because guess what? European Union has wanted to buy energy in its own currency for a very long time but they couldn't get around the system we just drop kick the destruction of our system we will never be the same again that part is over now we're fighting for economic survival they didn't tell you that either it's almost like the Ukraine war is a kind of anesthesia on your television screen Makes you feel good. You put their flag on your social media profile to signal what a great person you are. It's an anesthesia, so you won't notice or feel the destruction of the world as you've known it. By the single most disastrous administration in U.S. history. And they tell you you're helping. Vladimir Putin is losing. They cite supposed battlefield losses. That maybe is taking or maybe he's not. And they don't talk about the financial part. Where Russia and China are crushing it. But one guest on Fox News didn't go along with the playbook. Corey Mills is a decorated war veteran and the CEO of Passim Solutions. He gave them an answer they weren't quite expecting when they asked if Russia was losing. He gave them the truth. And, you know, we're talking about Russia, but also China has um, ambitions to take over Taiwan. And you have to wonder what uh, President Xi is thinking right now as he looks at all of this playing out. There are significant sanctions on Russia and Vladimir Putin right now. Do you think that that will change his calculus about what he does going forward?
0: No, I don't. In fact, what's happening is, is that China is saying, well, we will financially back you. Oh, America, Visa, MasterCard, et cetera, doesn't want to be a part of it. Well, we will back you in this. And to go further than that, now you have China talking to Saudi Arabia to not have what was considered to be the petrodollar, but
1: also to look at the yuan. So what they're trying to do is eliminate America from having the dollar as a global currency, control the economic resource warfare against America, which have been launching for decades, continue to ingratiate themselves into South America, Central America, as they are with venezuela and
0: others and then flood our borders with fentanyl which has killed over a hundred thousand plus people look this is an absolute war by the greatest existential threat which is china partnered with russia and iran
1: oh thank god someone beside me finally said it i wanted him to add the part that should have gone on the end and they at least right now are winning
0: with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.